Hello guys, this is Naya B. Aprilie Ingram with Dating Worlds Podcast. This is going to be episode 16, Deciphering Prophecy Incorrectly. Yeah, so without further ado, let's get on with it. So this episode, I'm going to call the guy Mr. Rushcard, because that's what his name is going to be for legal purposes. Um, but <laughs> so um, let's, without further ado, let's get started. So at the end of July um, of last year, 2019, I was in San Francisco with my family. We always have our family unions uh, at a different location every year with my mom's side of the family. So this year we were in San Francisco. And on that Sunday, we had a prayer breakfast where they had a local minister come over and speak to everyone in, um, in the little ballroom area that we had reserved. So I went downstairs because something like woke me up, which I know it was guy. I wouldn't say something. It was guy woke me up and told me I need to go downstairs to get a word. So um, I went downstairs and this lady, she was, um, you know, praying over everybody and she was giving everybody great words and she was praying for the couples, praying for people with kids. And then she asked for the single people to get up. Now, at our reunions, of course, we we're mostly all cousins and relatives uh, from our um, particular bloodlines. And so it was only four of us that were single in the room. So we all go um, over to her. I grab her hand and she starts praying. Then she stops the prayer and says, God has a specific word for you. And she asked what my name was. And I told her and she like completely went off script and like definitely started telling me about things and telling me about like I should definitely wait about dating. Because I really thought in the message that she gave me, I really thought it pertained to the guy, Gerald. I really thought that's what the. The prophecy was about about me not dating him, waiting for something else that will come. The next thing that's going to come is going to be something great. I just have to wait for it. It's going to be something to help me. So at the time, you know, I was going through a lot. So it was great to get a word knowing that, you know, God is still by my side. And I, even though I'm going through some things, he can definitely, definitely still help me. So I left San Francisco with feeling great, um, feeling extremely excited about the word that was given to me. I was um, reassuring myself that I wasn't going to talk to um, Gerald anymore. I was moving on past that. So fast forward to about a week later, you know, I'm at the house. I should have been reading my Bible, but, you know, I digress. <laughs> and I pull up the Tinder app again and start swiping. And I saw this one looking guy, this uh, pretty decent looking guy. Um, he was on black complexion, you know, had a beard. He said he was 6'2", professional job at a major network. I was like, okay, this seems pretty good. Um, I was impressed, you know, a little bit and appeased by his profile. Um, you know, black professional man. I mean, that's just so sexy to me. <laughs> uh, this hurts me on more than anything else. Um, so I'm all for that. You know, he liked me back and he hit me with a hello, beautiful. And I'm just like, hey, how are you? And then he hit me with this. Are you interested in going to a Dodgers game tonight? And so I was just like, whoa, that's very straightforward. But, you know, I love sports, so I'm down for it. But I saw the message too late. So it was after the game had started, so of course I couldn't meet him for it. But it was cool to know that he just wanted to, you know, meet me and go somewhere nice. So we played uh, phone tag back and forth for that weekend. We talked, we chatted. Turns out he owned like a local bar in one of the cities here. And I'm just like, okay, this guy, you know, professional working guy, owns a bar. It's not bad. You know, I'm going through, you know, he's hitting all the boxes. You know, he says he's college educated, went to school. You know, he has a favorite sports team, watches sports. 
you know, all the things that the previous guy, Gerald, wasn't, um, didn't have, a lot of the qualities he didn't have. So I was like, okay, great, this is something different. You know, I'm thinking that the privacy that the woman gave me was what, you know, I was looking for the instant gratification. So <laughs> I was all excited because I thought this is the one, basically. Um, so he FaceTimed me so I could make sure he was real. And then he asked me, because um, this was like a Friday, I think, when we first started talking. So then he asked me on that Sunday, was like, hey, I've never had a pedicure. And I was wondering if you would like to get a pedicure with me tomorrow if you're not working, then um, I would love to go. And I told him, like, yeah, I wasn't working that morning, so I'm definitely open up to going. And he was like, well, we can get lunch afterwards. And I was like, well, there's this crab restaurant that I've always wanted to try called Crab Queens. And I was interested if you want to go to that. And he was like, I love crabs. Let's do it. So we... Um, Decided to go to the crab restaurant as well as go get pedicures. So he met me on my side of town. We walked to the pedicure place, which is like down the corner, down the street and around the corner from my house. Um, went there, had a great time, just conversing, talking about life. Um, then we caught an Uber downtown because the parking is terrible down there. So caught an Uber downtown to the crab restaurant. Went to the crab restaurant. You know, we got drinks, we laughed, we joked, we had such a great time. And it's so funny when I was watching the photograph movie, um, that part when Issa and Lakeith um, Stanfield's character were in the restaurant and it was like the first kind of date that they had. And he asked if she kissed, like he asked, could I kiss you? And it was so funny because I had that same moment with the Mr. Rush card. And Mr. Rush card was like, you know, can I ask you a question? And I was like, sure. He was like, you know, we've been vibing really well and I don't want this to be inappropriate or not, but I would love to kiss you right now. And I was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, because I was like super excited because I never had anyone just ask me like that because most guys would just do it or, you know, they'll just be kind of weird about it. But, you know, he was very straightforward in what he wanted and that definitely did appease me. So, you know, we had a really great time at the restaurant. Then we started walking around downtown. He was reminiscing about living down there. We were talking about goals, aspirations, just, you know, in general, just life. So, you know, everything was good from my understanding. So I would say hmm, a few days later, you know, I noticed that when he paid for the, at the restaurant, he pulled out like a black debit card. And I was like, OK, you know, black debit card it doesn't look too bad. I was like, I couldn't see the name of the place, but I know most uh, financial institutions, I know what colors they have because I have a lot of different banks. So I know what their debit cards look like. So I'm just like, hmm, you're not paying with like a real bank debit card. I'm like, that's interesting. So we go on to talk about our careers and about working and stuff. And he tells me about working for this major network and how like he, you know, owns a bar and he's pretty successful and he did like his website design and stuff and he had like all these other companies that he's been involved in on his life and he likes working um he tells me about his family life to me that he's divorced he told me that he had a one child that he is full custody over so you know he was just telling me a lot of things about his life um his family turned out to be from alabama which is crazy that i meet somebody here in california and their family is from alabama which is so crazy to me so we talked about like Alabama life and he was saying how much he loved it. He would love to move there. He don't like the city life anymore. So, you know, we had a lot of great conversations. Um, at the time I was uh, about to shoot my first scenes here in LA as an actress. So he was helping me with my lines. Um, he would help me with my scripts. He read a couple of my different scripts that I had. He enjoyed it. You know, he was pretty supportive when it came to like my life and my career. So, you know, I was like, you know, really feeling this guy. So. I was like, you know, it seems pretty cool. So then, you know, uh, like one day uh, we were had ordered takeout and we're just chilling at the house watching um, Netflix and having a good time. 
Um, and I noticed he pulled out a card. And he was saying, like, yeah, I like this card because I get my money a couple days early. And I'm just like, well, I'm not knocking anyone for doing that. Because I remember when I was working at a bank, I had a couple different um, bank accounts. And I had one bank account that I would put, like, $100 in. And I would get that money, like, three days before I got paid. So I understood, like, you know, it's good to get money early or whatever. So, but I had uh, financial institutions doing it. You know, I didn't have, like, a different company doing it. So he was telling me how he still had a rush card. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I was just like, yeah, I remember the commercials that used to be on BET all the time. And, you know, Russell Simmons used to be on the commercials and stuff. But, you know, I haven't seen those commercials in a very long time. I've seen the advertisements. So I didn't even know that those things still existed, honestly. So I was like, okay, all right, that's interesting. So he goes on to proceed to tell me that, you know, he used to be in banking. He used to bank a lot with his business. And then, of course, he deposited a check, he said, into Bank of America. And apparently something happened, which I know what that means. Because, like I said, I worked in a financial institution for a very long period of time. So I know when people deposit checks and it's not supposed to be there. So something like that happened. You know, you get blackballed pretty much for most banks when you do that. So I realized that he couldn't even open a bank account. And I was like, dang, this is crazy. This is going to be like a hindrance <laughs> on a relationship because if you can't even get a bank account, then it's like, it's hard to even date somebody because then how are we going to, what are we going to do with money? Because, you know, you want to start your kids off right financially. And if a, if the father can't even open a bank account, it's like, how are you going to teach somebody responsibility? Because a lot of people don't understand about being put on lists that the banks have and they, they share all that information, especially if they're a nationally funded, um, federal regulated bank which most banks are, unless they're credit unions. So just even teaching the value of money and stuff is something that I take pride in. And it's one of those things where, you know, I should have walked away when I noticed, like, that was like a flag, you know, especially when he was so proud about his rush card. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. But then he hit me with, he had a Fidelity card. And I'm just like, you got Fidelity too? This is really weird. I've never met anybody with Fidelity investment account and a rush card. Because typically, like, my clients that I had in the bank, they would have Fidelity investment accounts, and they would have, like, accounts with us, which would have a couple hundred thousand dollars in them, as well as, you know, other bank accounts they'll have for other things. Because, you know, Fidelity is a really great investment company. Because you got to have, I mean, you got to have pretty decent money to have the account of card that he had. So I'm just like, okay, this is just really weird. Because, you know, I wasn't really understanding his financial situation at that time. <laughs> you know, so I digress. So... I would say things started getting a little hectic and crazy. Um, I would say I would fast forward to, you know, we had a great time. We kicked it. Um, he actually flew me to Phoenix to go hang out with him when he was on a business trip. You know, he was getting into real estate and investing. So, you know, we had a really cool time. You would talk for hours. You know, he's a very intelligent guy. That's one thing I would not, get, you know, put past him or not even try to decipher or anything bad on that part. That he was very intelligent. Um we had, like I said, a lot of similar interests. He was pretty nerdy, a programmer. He had even a roller coaster magazine subscription. And, you know, I love roller coasters. It's my favorite place to go is Six Flags here in, in um, L.A. So, you know, I was really happy that I was, like, meeting somebody that had very similar interests and likes. So, I would say about a few weeks into this relationship, um, one morning he called me and was like, hey, I want you to come over. Let's go crash. Let's go uh get some breakfast and I'm thinking about going to Universal Studios today and I was like okay cool so I Ubered over to his place and I get there it's like early in the morning it's like see so he called me like around 7 and it, I got there like around 8 something 
So I'm talking to him and one of his friends ends up being um, in his play, his game room that he had at his house. And he was like knocked, passed out basically. And I was like, why your friend passed out? And I was like, we had a really great night. And I'm just like, okay. Cause it looks like y'all continued on to the morning. It looks like he hadn't slept at all. And he looked like he was kind of high, but I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, you're, he was really chipper. That's all I'm going to say on that one. He was very chipper <laughs> for early in the morning. <laughs> So I'm talking to him and his phone rings and he answers it and it's a Hispanic woman that I've never seen before and I remember him telling me that he was dating a woman before me and then she showed up at his job unannounced and so she did a lot of other crazy things so he was telling me how like he was not trying to talk to her anymore and he didn't want to be with her anymore and she wasn't understanding that so he um so then he I'm sorry so then he answers the phone and it's her and it's on like a video chat service. I don't know. It wasn't FaceTime. So it was like one of those like um, Instagram videos or something like that. that a Google Duo probably or something. And I can't even see what it was. I just know it was a video program that she he had answered on his iPhone. So this woman was like, hi. And then he shows me and he was like, this is my new girlfriend. I need you to stop calling me now. And so she's just looking really dumbfounded on the phone. And I'm just like, what in the world just happened? <laughs> so this woman uh, is looking and she was like, well, I need my stuff back. I need, like, she start arguing. They go and start going back and forth. And I'm just like, what if I got myself involved in this? is so crazy. So, <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then she proceeds to tell him that she's coming over right th- right that minute. She'll be headed over there because she has a lot of things to like his place. And that she needs him to give to her. And he's saying, I don't have nothing for you. And then she's saying, you do have my stuff. So, like, literally these these two adults are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm just like, this is crazy. So then she proceeds to say she's on her way. And she was going to F him up. And I'm just like, okay, I'm here. What in the world is about to happen? So, <laughs> let's just say it gets crazier than that. <laughs> I have more to talk about on this crazy story. This is just part one on deciphering Prophecy Incorrectly and Dating Mr. Rushcard. But I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast so far. Like I said, this is episode 16. Thank you so much, guys. You have been so supportive. You can follow us on our website at www.datingwoes.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Dating Woes Podcast. Twitter, Dating underscore Woes. And you can also follow me at Naomi the Great or www.naomibethegreat.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Dating Woes Podcast. And you all have a beautiful, blessed day. Peace.